Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, I'm excited. There is so much energy in this room. We are the daughters of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And can I tell you, you're the reason that sun is shining today. We're the most important entity on planet Earth. We're in the church of the living God. We are espoused unto our bridegroom. We're headed for the marriage supper of the Lamb. Say, I'm on my way. I wish you'd say this with me. Say, I ain't going back. I ain't looking back. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I don't care what's in your past. I don't care what kind of trouble you're going through. Say, I'm on my way. Hallelujah to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Thank you, Sister Story, and thank you, Brother Story, and thank all of you. And my sweet Angie, I want her to come right up here for me just a minute. Where are you, Angie? Where are you? This is one great lady. This is one great lady. She is beautiful inside and out. We're enjoying some of her labors today. We're enjoying some of her labors today. She's the reason I'm here. I love you, Angie. I love you. And let me just tell you, it won't be long until everything that we've ever gone through down here will be as nothing. Everything you've ever suffered, it will be as nothing, insignificant. We're headed to the marriage supper of the Lamb. But I want you to put forth your hands, and I don't mean just breathe a little prayer. I want you to pray a prayer like you've never prayed. This outstanding woman, woman of God, I want you to... Somebody pray out loud. Somebody lift their voice. Somebody pray like you've never prayed. Huh. You will hear. You will answer. You will empower. You will take care of her future. Yes, Lord. You will take care of this handmaiden of the Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you for brother and sister's story. Our emeritus that's helping us. And we're all here to help this great church. We're all in this together. Your burdens are my burdens. Your pain is my pain. We're members in particular of the church of the living God. We're the bride of Christ. Are you hearing me? We're handmaidens of the Lord. There's no big eyes or little U's in this. got on flats today because there's no telling what I'll do before I get through. <laughs> Say, we're with you. 
Y'all know you're with me. And, and let, me, let me just tell you, it I've got on hand-me-down clothes. No, I'm telling you that to tell you this. I look pretty good, don't I? So that's not what we're here for. That's not what we're here for. This time, this, this, this was a whole suit. I found it upstairs when Auntie and Mickey came home. It's rotten. It shedded off. Sheds, you know. But I look pretty good, don't I? You know why we're daughters of the king? I want you to clap your hands and really praise God like you never have. Doing a great job. Great job. Great job. Great job. Great job, Sister Story. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Brother Story. And you may be seated. I've got to get going because they got somebody else on the program. But uh, we'll just stay here till dark to get what all we've got to get. Say, we've got to get it. Say, say, say we're going to get our money's worth. Well, I love every one of you. I thank I was just telling Nikki on the way up here, we're all blessed to be in the church of the living God and know the truth. And I know what our United Pentecostal Church says, the whole gospel to the whole world. I say the whole Bible to the whole world, the whole book to the whole world, the gospel. In the, it's all the gospel, every bit of it. He planned it all for you and me. And he can't wait to get us home with him. He can't wait to get his bride home with him. He wanted a bride from the very beginning. He made a world to get his bride, the church. There's a broad road and there's a narrow road. You chose the narrow road. That's everlasting life. Thank the Lord. Well, this church owes much to women. You're outstanding. The men are catching up with us. But it used to be women's prayer meetings that started all of this. Now the men are catching on. But say, we're not going to let up. Say, there's too many hanging on us. Come on. Say, I'm a nail in a sure place. Hang your troubles on me. Oh, yes. We owe so much to women. Paul even paid a tribute to nine women in Romans chapter 16. Mothers, housewives, businesswomen, evangelists, all roles. Philip, one of the chosen in the very beginning, Acts, the sixth chapter, full of the Holy Ghost wisdom, good report from without and within. He had four girls that were evangelists, that anointed, and, and, and that's among us. Every one of you ought to be witnesses. And prophecy is the greatest gift you can have. And that's encouraging people, edifying people, lifting them up. We don't need any gossipers. We don't need any judges. We don't need any judges. God's in the saving business. I don't care... I don't care what's in your background. I don't care what's in your background. 
read his genealogy. He didn't care what was in his background. He got in the middle of the stream and he saved every one of us. I want you to clap your hands big, big. I'm reading from Numbers chapter 27, verses 1 through 8. I, I may get through and I may not get through, but I'll sit down when my time is over. And here's how it reads. And these are the names of Zelophehad's daughters. Funny names. I hope you can pronounce them. Mela, Noah, Hagla, Milka, Terza, follow me. Say, these girls said, we're going to change some things that needs to be changed. Say, I can. I've been given the mighty weapons to change some things in my home, in my community, in my church, in my family, my neighborhood. I can change some things in my little world. Here's the, here's the rest of the way it reads. And they stood before Moses, say, before their pastor, before their leader, and before Eliezer, the priest, and before the princes and all the congregation by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And here's what they said to Moses. Our father died in the wilderness, and he was not in the company of them that gathered themselves together against the Lord in the company of Korah. He was not a rebellious person. He didn't have rebellion. In, but died in his own sin and had no sons. And here we are, Mela, Noah, Hagla. How many is that? Name them. Name them on your fingers. Mela, Noah, Hagla, Milka, and Terza. Is that about five? Say, that's five girls. And these five girls stood there together before their pastor and said, why should the name of our father be done away from among his family because he hath no son? This was an established, say, law. It was the Israeli law. Give unto us, therefore, a procession among the brethren of our father. And Moses, listen, this is powerful. I wouldn't even have to finish it if you'd get a hold of it. Moses brought their cause because they went at it the right way. See, if I go at it the right way, God will honor my request if I've got the right motive, if I'm pure in heart. Moses brought their cause before the Lord, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, The daughters of Zelophehad, they speak right. Thou shalt surely give them a possession of an inheritance among their father's brethren, and thou shalt cause the inheritance of their father to pass unto them. Follow me. And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. This law is going to be changed. If these five girls had not stood there and said, we're going to change some things that needs to be changed. We're going to get our inheritance. Say, I'm going after something today that I've never gone after. And if I've been going after it and pursuing it and I've been discouraged and disheartened, say, I've got my mind made up today. I'm going after it again. I'm going to renew my zeal. I'm going to renew my burden. 
I'm going to renew my desire. I've got to save my family. I've got to save my family. I've got to save my church. I've got to save some things. I've got to spare some things. And so, I, I want to finish it, but I'll just kind of preach along the way. So the daughters of Zelophehad speak right, God said. God said to Moses, the girls went to Moses. Moses goes to God. God talks back to Moses and says, Give them a possession of an inheritance among their father's brethren, and thou shalt cause the inheritance of their father to pass unto them. It was a law that that could not be. They went to the right source. They, he is, say, he's the lawmaker. He can change any law. I've seen it done in Alexandria where they were headed for even prison. And I've seen God change it because I have. And you'll speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If a man die and have no son, then ye shall cause his inheritance to pass unto his daughter. Give the Lord a good hand clap of praise. And if you've heard this before, let me tell it to you again. On the evening of December the 1st, 1955, around 6 o'clock, a little petite, delicate lady, a department store worker named Rosa Parks, made history and triggered a national protest when she refused to vacate her seat on the Cleveland Avenue bus in Montgomery, Alabama. Say she changed some things that affected the whole world. A little tiny petite woman, insignificant, didn't, was hardly even known. She's the one that ought to have her statue in Washington, D.C., She's the one that the day ought to be honored for. The bus driver ordered her and three other African Americans to move. The other three complied. But Rosa wrote in her memoirs, she sensed an unusual resolve. I want that to happen to every one of you. Say, I want to get a hold of a resolve today that I'm going to change some things that need to be changed. That's what I want. Some, say, an unusual resolve. A determination, a perseverance, a resilience. I want to come against what's coming against me. I wish you'd say that. I want to come against what's coming against me. I want to change it. Can I get, can I get that into you before I get going here? Say, I'm going to change some things. She wrote in her memoirs when that white driver stepped back toward us and waved his hand and ordered us up and out of our seats. She said, I felt a determination. Say a determination. <laughs> Come over me that I can't even explain. It covered my body like a quilt on a cold winter night. Something got hold of me. I went there that night. I went there to fight. I went there to rebel. I went there to go against what the preacher was saying. But when I got there that night, say, something got a hold of me. Something's got a hold of me. And I've got a hold of it. I'm not letting go. Say, I'm not letting go. Say, I've got a hold of something. But say, that something got a hold of me before I ever got a hold of it.
When she refused, the driver told her, well, if you don't stand up and go to the back of this bus, I'm going to have to call the police and have you arrested. She told him in a matter-of-fact tone, you may do that, but I'm not going to the back of that bus today. That something got a hold of me, and I got a hold of it, and at that very moment began one of the most turbulent eras in American history. Jim Crow laws were abolished, and traditions of racial inequality were dismantled. The struggle wasn't easy. There were bombings, police brutality, passionate speeches, horrifying assassinations, national repentance, but it ended with the passage of a sweeping civil rights law because a little petite brave woman's courage and willingness to challenge the situation, challenge the situation, challenge the situation, say, over my dead body, I'm not putting up with this any longer. I don't have to put up with this. I don't have to put up with this any longer. Say, I don't have to. I wish somebody saying, I'm not going to. Say, I'm going to change some things today that needs to be changed. said some of them said I was tired others said I was just old I was only 42 she said the only tired I was and get this I was just tired of the situation and giving into it say I'm not giving into this anymore I'm not giving into it say I'm at least going to stand up I'm going to say God you being my helper go ahead and say it I'm here for you. You're not here for me to finish. Say, I, I'm not putting up with this any longer. I'm coming out of this. I'm coming out of this today. I came here to get something, and it's getting a hold of me already. That's what you came for, and I'm not going to rob you of it. It's what you came for. Do you know, and let me, see, I, I, I'll never get to because of what it is. Say this. Just go ahead and do this. Say, that's warfare. When you do that, you're addressing the throne. Do you know the angels right now would love to be where you are? Do you know that they're crying, holy, holy, holy? We're coming against the forces of hell here today that's coming against us and our home and our church and everything else. Say, we're coming against it. Now go ahead and clap your hands real big. Say, that's warfare. That means get out of here, devil. That means there's no room in here for you. We're chasing you out of here today. Tap your hands bigger than that. Say, that's warfare. Go ahead and talk in tongues. Say, I want to.
Keep standing for just one more minute. I won't get through, but say, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Sister Mangan. Say this. Say, that's warfare. I'm just glad I can still do that. This is warfare. Say, my body is an instrument of war. I'm a battle axe. I wish it would get such a hold on you that I wouldn't even get to finish. Say, let a roar, say roar, go out of Zion. That's what the Bible says. Let a roar go out of the Zion. Let it go out of here today and cover this whole community. Blanket this community with the love of God and the presence of God and the overcoming power of God. Hallelujah, shout it, hallelujah. You can sit down so you can get back up. (laughs) These girls are mentioned in the Bible in five different places. I want to be one of those girls. Because they changed some things that needed to be changed. You know I need to preach this everywhere I go, don't I? And, And if they're making a tape, you need to listen to it over and over. We got to get a hold of this. We can change some things. The laws of inheritance, listen to me, the laws of inheritance that had been Israel's law for years. These five girls, the nation of Israel was affected by these five girls. They didn't have an inheritance. They heard them all talking about going to Canaan land. All the men were excited about it. These five girls had no inheritance when they got there. They said, yes, we are. We've got a daddy. We're going to get in on his inheritance. I've got an inheritance. I'm going after it. I've got his blood. I've got his name. I've got his word. I've got the Holy Ghost. I've got faith. I'm going after it. Devil, you might as well back up. Take your dirty, filthy hands off of my family. Take your dirty, filthy hands off of my family. My foot's on the rock and I got my mind made up. At this very moment, at this very moment, as I speak to you, we have a lady in our church. What's her name, Nikki? I told you on the way here. Tracy Mitchell. She has a prayer meeting. She, you, you can do this anywhere if you'll be loyal to your leader and don't let gossip get in on it and let prayer get in on it and lay all that other junk down because it'll destroy your soul. And what goes around comes around. Every Tuesday morning, this woman that I'm fixing to tell you about has a prayer meeting there in the church. Today, I don't know how many she has with her. How many did I say? They just texted me, Nikki. Was it 46, 67? Well, it's 67 close to 60 to 80. All the schools in, in our parish and beyond... 
These mothers are going to every school right now, right now, as I speak. They're praying against everything. Gunmen. Drugs. Blah. Blah. Blah, blah, blah. Say, if nobody goes with me, I'm going to my school where my kids go. And I'm going to go around it. I'm going to plead the blood. If that don't get a hold of you, I've come here in vain. You don't just come to hear a little sermonette or a little something. You get a hold of this and go do something about it. I can go to my school by myself and pray over it for my children, for my child, for protection. Yes, yes, say I will. Say and I will. Last night, Dee and Dan Adams, they started this probably maybe a month or six weeks ago. She probably had it on Facebook because she texted me last night at 11. Said, Lane, my house is packed jam. They pushed the furniture back. And there are people in there. She sent me a picture. There was a couple that saw it. Here's how hungry your generation is. Here's how hungry even this community is. Let this community know nothing's going to stop this church. Say nothing. We're not even going to talk about it, discuss it, or look back on it. We're going to pray for this precious woman of God and, and this brother. Oh, these great people that you're in the interim. This church, this is God's church. Say, this church is going on. Don't even discuss it. Don't even talk about it. We don't know what God's going to do with all of it. But this generation, so a man and his wife saw it from Vicksburg, Mississippi. It's on my cell phone there. I turned off my cell phone. It's on my cell phone. They came there last night, four hours to get there. She had a picture of them in the center. They were being prayed for with their hands raised. They wanted to get in on a prayer meeting where it wasn't a gossip meeting. They wanted to get in on a prayer meeting where they could get something, an anointed impartation, what they got, and they're taking them to the church and baptizing them in the middle of the night. That's what we're here for. That's what I'm living at 92 years of age for. I told Nikki, I said, I don't look at nothing else. I'm here for a purpose and I'm going to fulfill it. If it's giving a cold drink of water, if it's encouraging that woman that's just about to backslide, I'm going to be here encouraging people, loving people, reaching for people. And there is Jennifer. Jennifer. Jennifer is an African-American. Picture up when she's an eight-year-old girl, bus rat girl. She is working on her, she's doing her dissertation for her Ph.D. I pushed her because she got her master's in counseling. She's a counselor in the city of Alexandria. She pushed, she lives in a very prominent part of the city now because the girl has educated herself. Nikki, that's here with me, drove me up here. 
he's an out, he's something outstanding. Works for a Chase Bank. He's he has climbed the ladder of success in there. They're schooling him. He's going to go as high as he can go with his schooling. He's somebody come. I told him. I said, Nikki, we're, we're here to change things. We're here to affect our generation. The one that was over him went to Baton Rouge. She wanted to take Nikki with him. He, she said, no. He said, no, ma'am, I'm not leaving my church. I don't care whether I climb the... But Jennifer, Jennifer lives across the street from the doctor, the preacher, doctor of divinity, the pastor uh, of the big Calvary Baptist Church in Alexandria, and he and Anthony pastor are close, and they talk regularly, maybe every week. He comes to because of the time, sits by me. But he, he says to Pastor Anthony, what's all these cars doing around Jennifer's house? You can't even get through. Honey, even Thursday night, 60 people in her prayer meeting, all, the, all of her furniture is pushed back. There are chairs in there. They laid their request out, wrote them down and laid them down there. You could hear them talking in tongues and prophecy. And in church. There's no gossiping going on. There's no discussing this or that or the other. People are getting delivered. She has already baptized Cheneyville's mayor. She's baptized a judge. She prays them through and takes them, takes them to the church and baptizes them in Jesus' name. Say, I want in on some of that. Say, I can do that. Say, I've got the Holy Ghost too. If nobody joins me, I can get down in my home. Anthony is flying in from Ecuador today. I texted him. I said, "How uh, last night they had a Holy Ghost rally. He said, hundreds got the Holy Ghost and hundreds got healed in Ecuador last night. A third world country. God is moving throughout this world. I want you to raise your hands and say, God, don't pass me by. Say, don't pass me by. Don't pass me by. Oh. Don't pass me by, God. Look at me if I can get up. I don't know whether I can or not. It's getting difficult every day I live. More difficult. See, I made it. But he will not stumble over. He will not stumble over that. And let me look at you at 92. Because Brother Mangan prayed in his office hours. But then came out in that auditorium for two hours. Walked and when his strength played out, he'd sit down. Put his hands on every chair in that auditorium. Not every day, just once. Prayed over it. All I'm telling you, I took up that mantle when he passed. I get in front of that pulpit every day that I'm there in Alexandria. I will be there tonight. All I'm telling you, this church has got to become a praying church. Praying like you've never prayed. Standing before God. Honoring whomever your leader is. You let God handle all the rest. Say, I'm going after God like I never have. Say, I can do it. Go ahead and weep. Go ahead and talk in tongues. Go ahead and clap your hands. I 
I'd rather be who I am than the highest office in this nation because our nation needs prayer bad. But our churches need prayer bad. Jesus said my house should be called what? A house of prayer. Say, and I can be a house of prayer. Say, this is my house. Traffic in the spirit. Traffic in the spirit. Go ahead. I love that sound. I love that sound. Go ahead. It doesn't matter. Interrupt. I'm giving you the privilege. We're apostolic, aren't we? Let me just add this for just a minute. Say, say I look about as standardized as you can get, don't I? that owns all the hamburger places in Alexandria gave me that. I mean it. Say, so, so you're, well, you're well standardized. And do you believe, do you believe I believe Acts 2.38? Say, so well, so we're apostolic in standards. We're apostolic in doctrine. But are we apostolic in praying? Not yet. Not yet. We're not even apostolic in giving yet. Say, we've got to be apostolic through and through. Don't let this fool you. Repent every day and say, God, let me go after another human being. That's going to spend eternity in heaven or in hell. Clap your hands on every bit of that. I wish you would. I wish you would do that. I wish you would weigh that out. I wish there'd be a travail breakout in this place that we'd have to stop you. If you loved your kids like you think you love them, you would cry out even right now for every one of your children. Come up here to me, darling. Come up here to me. God, whatever this child came to the front for, I pray you endow her and baptize her. Make her something she's desiring to be. I'm proud of her. There's not many out there like her. Ho, ho, ho. Ho. Ha, ha, ha. Pour it out. You said you would, God. You said you would. Pour it out on that girl. Go ahead and cry out yourself. Clap your hands. Cry out for a minute. We're changing some laws. We're changing some things that's tried to change us. Oh.
You may be seated. Thank you, my dear girl. You can be seated right there on that front seat. There's nobody sitting there, baby, because you may want to get up again. But let me just tell you one more thing. These five girls refuse to go with the flow. That girl may be, she may be one that is refusing to just be normal. Will you allow her to step out of her comfort zone? They were sick and tired of being sick and tired. She's sick and tired of being sick and tired. She wants something more than she's got. I do too. I think I can handle some more. I think you can too. I woke up at four this morning praying in the spirit, praying in the Holy Ghost, pulling down strongholds, imaginations of the mind. Counseled a man yesterday that said, even while I'm praying, bad thoughts hit my mind. I said, you've got some mighty weapons. Reach up there and say, no, uh-uh, uh-uh. Glorify God. Clap your hands. Chase him out. Say, no, I'm not putting up with all of that. No. Huh. But say, I've got to take a stand. Come on, look at me and smile. Don't frown at me. Say, I've got to take a stand and be sweet and be kind and be loving. Speak the truth in love. Faith comes by speaking the truth in love. Be kind one to another. Practice his loving kindness. Practice his forgiveness. What you're holding a grudge about and your unforgiveness that won't matter a lick in just a few days because the Lord's getting ready to come and I don't want to be left. I'll crawl to you to ask you to forgive me. That ain't going to be on my record. I want my prayers answered. I want my prayers answered. Yes. Go ahead and shout that out, sweet lady. You never know what she's going through. You know what she's battling. She came here to get something. I want her to get it. Say, we're going after what is rightfully ours. I don't know, want what belongs to somebody else, but I can have all of this I want. I can get every bit of this I want. Oh. What'd you say? Oh, you're talking to the Lord? Sorry. <laughs> Their meeting didn't stop with Moses. Now, follow me. Say, once you think you've got it answered, say, you've got to keep a prayer or the devil will come back and take it away from you. <laughs> if you were in the Holy Land today, you would see those Jews standing there. Say, they got their land. Say, they got it. But there comes those, mm-hmm, yeah. And they know they'll come over and take it back if they don't stand there and guard it. Stay on guard. Wake up praising God. When you're, 
when your feet hit the floor every morning. Say, devil, you're going to have a bad day today. I've got too much to gain to lose. Devil, you're going to have a bad day. He hates me. He hates me. Follow me. He hates you. Do you know when that Lucifer, oh, that wasn't a snake in the Garden of Eden. Say, that was a beautiful, beautiful creature. The most beautiful God ever made. When he cursed him, he became a snake, a serpent. But the devil hates the woman because God said, uh-uh, devil, that's just one little game you've played. I ain't near about through with you yet. I'm going to use this woman. She's going to brew. Why hate you? You're going to bruise the head of the devil. Say, oh, yes, I am. Shout it. You're not shouting loud enough. Say, I'm going to bruise your head. Go ahead and shout up and down. Booze is headquarters. Booze is headquarters, Nikki. I may get my heel bruised. I may get my heel bruised, but your headquarters is going to be stomped. Say, yes, I am. And that's why the devil hates us. I, I, I want every one of you, if you can afford it, to get one of Pops' books. I'll have them over there. Let me tell you why. I told Nikki, this has got miracle after miracle in it. And this man brought in seven churches in East Texas. And I saw him take cities and, and shut down churches under not only Brush Arbor, just right out under this. And you'll learn about And say, my children need to read about this you may be seated because we've got to get seated to get up but when do I get out when do I get through what time do what time do I get through when I get through how long have you got say God loved it say God loved it when these girls took the right route. They honored the pulpit. They honored Moses, their leader. And Moses took their request to God. And God spoke to Moses and said, those girls are right. That woman's right. I heard it. I heard what she prayed. And she went to you. And now you've told me, I, she's going to get what she asked for. Say, I'm going after her. Say, I'm not going to give up. It'll get bad before it ever gets good, but say it's going to get good. It's going to get bad before it gets good, but it's going to get good. Most, most people, though, quit too soon. Say they quit too soon. 
Not every game is won in the third or the sixth or the ninth inning. Football games have been won in the final seconds. I don't care if it's the final seconds. I want my family saved. We're going to hold one another up in here. I wish I could lay hands on every one of you because every one of you counts. Every one of you is going through something. But say, we're coming out of it today. You can't be sporadic. You've got to win the victory. Two and a half tribes quit before they ever got to the land of Canaan and said, this is good enough for us. No, I'm 92, and it ain't good enough for me yet. I want more. I ain't near about to. I got some more fight in me. I got some more prayers in me. I got some more prayers in me. I got some more testimonies in me. Mordecai, the uncle, or even the foster father of that sweet Esther. Oh, my word. You know what? You know what? When he heard, he knew that that gallows was built for him. Say for him. I don't know what's being built by the devil for you. I don't know, but this man, this man, the uncle of Esther. Esther's the queen. God put her there. That's okay. That's okay. You squeal like that. That's the way you get your milk. That's the way you get what you want. That's the way you get your mama. That's the way you get it. Say, cry out. He'll be stopped in his tracks if you'll cry out. Tell him to come here. Tell him to come here. Tell, tell Bartimaeus to come here. Yeah, but she's bothering me. Yeah, but you're not blind. Say, you're not blind. Bartimaeus was blind. If they'd have been blind, they'd have been crying out too. I'm blind. I'm crying out. Is our next speaker here yet? Is our next speaker here yet? Is our singer here yet? I don't hear nobody, so I can keep going till they get here. Mordecai, when he knew that, and he knew, follow me, say he knew why Esther was on the throne. Say the Jews would have been totally annihilated. We wouldn't have had a Savior. We wouldn't have had a Bible. We wouldn't have had a Messiah. It all came through them, and God put somebody on the throne. So he sent a word and said, Ma'am, I raised you, and God put you there for one purpose, just one. I told Nikki, you've got that job for one purpose. That's all. And don't you worry. They come to him and want him to handle it because they know he's there for a purpose. But all I'm telling you, while she's on the throne and while she calls her maidens together and they fast and pray against that law, against that law to annihilate every Jew, where, where, is, where is Mordecai? Say, out in the middle of the street, renting, rent his clothes, put on sackcloth and ashes, went into the midst of the city crying with a loud, bitter cry. And came before the king's gate. 
All I'm telling you, folks, you're not going to get what you want for nothing. You're not going to just wish it. It's going to cost you. How bad do you want it? How desperate will you get to get it? How much will you pray to fast and fast? How bad do you want what you're after? She became queen out of 129 contestants. Say it was a strategic moment, and this is a strategic moment for me. And, and I know it because you can take a good look at me. Uh, I don't care how, how well kept or whatever, and for 92, I won't be here. They don't stay here. Not many make it to 100. So I ain't got long to stay. Get you a good look. Esther said, if I break the law, if I break my health, but what was the real word she used, but that's what it means. If I what? Go ahead and say it out loud. I perish. I'm going after this that I'm talking to you about if I perish. If I break my health, whatever I have to go through, say, I've got to save my family. Go ahead. Come on, folks. If you really want it, if you really mean what I'm talking about, say, if I perish, I perish, but I'm going to save my family. Come on, shout it if I perish. Shout it louder than that. Say, I want it. I want it bad. I want a revival in my church. Come on. I want a revival in my home. I want a revival in my neighborhood. If you will, say, it's not over. Say, I'll trade this old cross for a crown. You know what he traded his sackcloth for? He became the highest one on Israel next to the king. He was known. Read the last chapter of Esther, the 10th chapter. He was the most well-known man in the world. He was next to the king. He got the keys to the house that the man that built him a gallus lived in. He got the key to it. And he was hanged on his own gallows. Are you kidding? I wish you'd shout hallelujah. Say, I'm going after it. Is our next speaker here yet? How many? Ten more minutes. Oh, thank God. You may be seated. I'm just getting wound up here. This is that moment for you. This is your moment. And when that sweet lady, that girl that can sing, and they've got a great church out from, uh, out from Houston, and she'll lift you to the throne, say, I'll be ready to shake off every chain off of me. I'm going to be ready to shake every viper off of my hands into the fire. Because we're going to have such a fire built. Say, I'm going to be a Deborah. Come on, say, I'm going to be a Deborah. Do 
you know the stars and their courses fight for us? Did you, did you even know that? The judges, the book of Judges, read whatever one of them. Yeah, it's like Axa, the daughter of, um, uh, of, what's his name? Two men, Joshua and Caleb, the daughter of Caleb. She was, and her daddy gave her a dowry of the upper springs, which are great. Read all about those, studied those. But she went to him and she said, oh, you gave me a bunch of land, but there ain't no waterworks in it. And land's no good if there ain't no water. I don't want just the ne upper springs. I want the lower. I want it all. I ain't stopping here today. I don't want just one. I want all. Which one of yours would you want to miss heaven? I don't want one of mine to miss it. I'm going after every one of them. Say so she got it. And guess what? She married a man that was penniless. Othniel. But he was a man that went after God and loved God. He became the first judge of Israel. In the judges, read about Othniel. He was kin. He was probably a brother to, uh, to her father. That was back in those days. And, and that's how he got her. Was that Caleb, That's how he got her. Caleb said, if you'll take this, whatever man takes this city is going to get my girl. She told her daddy, she said, I got it. You gave me a wife to him, but he ain't got no money. <laughs> poor. He said, but he ain't going to stay poor. Because that kind of man ain't going to stay poor. <laughs> ain't that funny? Do you know that Israel had 40 years of peace under his reign as judge? Read about it. No, he didn't stay poor. And all I'm telling you is this. You get what you ask for. And you go after it. Whatever it costs, you will pay for it. Go ahead. I want that woman to stand right there. Something came on you right there. Come on, stand up. Raise your hands. You're going to get no behind. That's good. You Right there behind. Stand up, both of you. You can both stand. Go ahead. Right there. You're going to get it. I saw it hit her. Go ahead. I saw it hit her. And before we give this back to the singers, I want you to, you can shout all the way through the rest of this day. I can talk above every one of you. I want you to love God and get a determination. I want you to get your mind made up. I haven't just come up here to preach a little sermonette. Say, Go ahead, honey. Go ahead. That's the way to do it. Come on. Go. If you play tennis, win. If you're a runner, win. Whatever you got to do, win. Win. Say, I'm running to win. I'm going to go all the way home. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. 
Say, I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, I got it. She came for it. She's going to get it. Whatever she came for, she's going to get it. Shout it out.